0: Welcome to the Master Passive Income Show. My name is Dustin Heiner, and I'm here to help you learn how to quit that J-O-B, that just over broke job by investing in real estate so you never ever have to work a job again. And today, we're gonna to be talking all about these single family homes or what are residential homes, which are basically four units and below and how you can create a real estate investing business a six-figure real estate investing business to be able to become financially independent so you never have to work for somebody else again. All right, let's start the show. Welcome to the Master Passive Income Podcast, where we talk about investing in real estate with a special focus on making enough money so you can quit your job and live the dream life. And now, here is your host, Dustin Heiner. Hey, what's up, guys? I am so glad to have you here on the show with me, as always. And I'm really excited about this topic because residential, or what I would call, you know, when I call them single family homes, those are basically residential properties. So, four units and below, it could be a triplex, a fourplex, and below. But I call them single-family homes, but just remember, it's a residential home, basically four units and below. And this is my bread and butter. This is what, like, I could do this, uh, basically in my sleep, I could do this. I even have dreams where I'm buying real estate in my dreams. It's, It's that. I've done it so many times, and now I'm blessed to coach so many, like, literally hundreds of, maybe even now thousands of students now, how to invest in real estate in the residential real estate investing, you know single family up to four units. It's just really, once you know the process, it's actually fairly simple. Now, it's not easy. There's a difference between easy and hard and um, simple as well as easy. It's simple because it's a process. It's a step by step process that you go through, but it's actually fairly easy. It's not something that you have to be actually really smart to do. I'm actually not that smart. Most likely, you listen to this, you are much smarter than me. Only thing I've done is I've basically figured out how to do it, and then I've systematized it. I basically knew that I needed to be able to duplicate this over and over again in every different city that I invest in, and then once I duplicated it, I realized, oh man, I could just share this with my friends. And so I started sharing with friends and family members, coworkers, as well as people from church, You know, friends from church, and seeing people like these people that I'm teaching how to invest in real estate with my first friend quitting his job. I think it was within like two, maybe two and a half years. I was like, wow, this is awesome. Like this guy quit his job. And that was my goal. It took me like six years. But then with coaching, you know, you with coaching, it's great. Uh, You help people, you give them over hurdles that you would probably have got stuck at originally, or that I got stuck at. And you see all the different Aspects and ways and financing options and ways to find properties, all this sort of stuff, because you've done it before. And what's great about the coaching is I get to see them have success and grow. Now, today I'm going to give you all the reasons why single family homes or residential properties are by far the best way. Not just to get started. Well, definitely, it is to get started in real estate. It's so much easier to buy a single-family home as opposed to you know a hundred-unit apartment complex. That's much, much harder. And I don't get me wrong. I know there're gonna be a lot of people that are gonna say, "Oh yeah, hey, it's not that hard. You just just like buying a single house. You just got you know multiply the, you get a lot more money, and you got a lot more people moving around." But they're gonna try to tell you that multifamily is just as easy as buying single-family. Trust me. My opinion, it's not. I don't think it is. It's so much easier. Like if you bought a house to live in, that is so much easier than buying an apartment complex. Oh my goodness, it's so much easier to do that. So I'm going to give you lots and lots of tips today on how to get started quickly, how to get started with very little money down, because that's the goal is to be able to get started investing, then move into your second property very, very quickly. But the the biggest thing is we got to build the business. You know, I always talk about that. So I want you to build the business first. And I want to pause for a quick second and share that honestly, I really want you to invest in real estate. My new goal in my life, my first goal is to quit my job in 10 years. And I did that, accomplished that at 37. Now my new goal is to help 1 million people invest in real estate. So two things I would ask from you. Number one, if you get anything out of this episode, please share it with somebody else. Just say, hey, you know, check out Dustin, Master Passive Income. He really wants to help a million people to invest in real estate. That's number one. Number two, I want to get you to invest in real estate. Get my real estate investing course absolutely for free. Text the word rental, R-E-N-T-A-L to 33777. Rental to 33777. I'll literally give you my course, show you how to find the area of the country to invest, how to build the business first. You know, I always talk about that and how to find the right properties, how to make sure you're getting experts to do the work for you and scale the business to where you're making $250 or more in passive income, scale it up to quit your job I'll literally get to you or go to masterpassiveincome.com forward slash free course. Obviously, it'll be in the description, but I really, really want you to invest in real estate because the more that actual normal everyday people own real estate that are good landlords, the better everybody's life gets. When you start investing in real estate, the easiest way to purchase a property is with a single family home. Now buy an apartment complex, it costs a lot more money, there's a lot more involved, plus just getting a loan. You have to have experience, you have to have lots of, anyways, lots and lots of things. There's a whole ball of wax when you get into apartment complexes. We're not gonna get into that. But what we're gonna get into today is the single family homes and the benefits that come with them and all the great things about single family homes and how that is the best place for you to start investing in real estate rental properties. Now a single family home can actually be up to four units when it comes to a conventional loan. Now, if you were to buy a single family home, most people have done it or it's pretty easy for you. You just call up a realtor, find a mortgage broker, and then buy a single family home if you're gonna live in it yourself. Super easy. Now, if you bought one and then rented it out, it's a little different because you might have a little bit of a different mortgage and all that sort of stuff, but it's basically the same thing. Just like getting a conventional loan for a duplex or a triplex or a fourplex, they're all considered conventional loans. Now, once you get to that fifth property, that fifth property turns it into a multi family property. That's where you get a commercial loan instead. So instead of it being in your name, the bank requires it to actually be in the company's name instead of your name, which us as investors, we really appreciate that or like that because it takes liability off of us, puts it on our company, which is great. But now talking about having a conventional loan, it is so much easier to get a conventional loan than it is to get a commercial loan. If you just have a regular W-2 paying job, you know, a a job where you get a paycheck, that's what I mean, W-2, that's your tax form. So if you have a job where you make money just in a general way that most people would, banks are going to to you. They realize that, hey, you know, Joe Smith over here, he's got a job and he's going to be able to pay back the mortgage. So let's go ahead and give him a mortgage and put him in there. They make money by lending money. Now, what's great about the conventional loan, and if you go back and listen to my house hacking episode, and I'll put that link inside the description, I believe it's masterpassiveincome.com forward slash house hacking. I show you how you can use an FHA loan with 3.5% down, and buy a duplex, a triplex, or a fourplex, and live in one of the units, and then rent out the other one, two, or three units, and get paid to live in your own place and make money on top of that. So, if you're getting a conventional loan, you can even get an FHA loan, which is 3.5% down. Isn't that doesn't that sound amazing? Like, let's say you found a fourplex, or let's uh, let's say a duplex. A little easier. It's a little harder to find a fourplex, but let's say you found a duplex and you bought it for $200,000. Well, 3.5% of $200,000 is $7,000 down. Can you believe that? I mean, that's that's fantastic. That's only $7,000 to buy a property that you can live in, and then you could also have somebody else live in the other unit paying you money to live in there. So that is what's great about a single family home up to four units is that you can have a conventional loan. That's the first thing. Another great thing is the higher cash flow that can come into your pocket. Now, when you have multi-units or you have 50, 60 apartment complexes, you have economies of scale, which is great, but your profit per door goes down because you can command a higher premium with a single family home. Basically, you could rent a single family home, let's say in an area, you can rent it for $1,500. And it's a three-bedroom, two-bath. But you could rent an apartment that's three-bedroom, two-bath, basically the same size. If it's $1,400 for the single-family home, you might be able to rent it for twelve or $1,100 because it's an apartment. It's not a full single-family home or a place that somebody would want to live. They're going to be living next to people that they possibly don't want to actually live next to, which would be, you know, it's... I know that I will never live in apartment complex because I just don't want to. I don't want to live around people. I'm more of like, I want to be in my own house, my own yard and all that sort of stuff. And that's the way people think. And so the people living in apartment complexes, they pay less because there's less demand for apartment complexes, more demand for a single family home. So you get higher cash flows just in general because the demand is higher. More people want to live in single family homes. So when you have a rental market of families that want to live close to a school, it's easier to find homes or single family homes close to a school than you can apartment complexes. Usually houses can literally be like on the opposite street of a school, like like right across the street or really, really close. But apartment complexes can get further out. So you have a better ability to rent it at a higher premium and actually keep it rented easier with a single family home. And now another one is a lower barrier to entry with a lower purchase price. See, if you're going to buy a 50-unit apartment complex, you're going to probably have to have $2 million to put down on the property. I don't have $2 million to put down on the property. I'll easily say that. I know you probably don't either. What I would do, though, is I would get other investors to invest with me. But that's not here. That's neither here nor there. What I'm talking is about. If you wanted to buy a $200,000 home and you put an FHA loan on the property, a conventional loan of 3.5% down for a $200,000 home, that's only $7,000 out of your pocket. Now, I know and I completely agree. $7,000 is a lot of money. Like even to me, I know that $7,000 is a lot of money. If you've listened to this show at all, Like, you know, I am very frugal. Now, with you buying your first rental property, if you have a lower barrier to entry being $7,000, or if you're able to buy a $100,000 home and put an FHA loan on it, that's only $3,500 that you can get a property to live in for a year, then move out and have somebody live in it and paying you rent every single month. You don't have a huge dollar amount coming out of your pocket to start up the business. That's a great reason why you should start with single family homes. Now on to the next subject. And as I was just talking about a little bit earlier, the supply and demand for your single family home rental is great, not just for renting though, You got to remember that when you're selling the property in the future, let's say you want to be like Monopoly, trade up one property for another property, then trade that property for another property and keep working your way up. You can absolutely do that. And so the supply for the rental of your single family home is greater. And the supply for buying the single family home is greater. And on top of that, there are so many more single family homes than there are multifamily that it makes it so much easier. Price point comes down. You can find so many great deals on great properties. I've bought properties from wholesalers, from realtors, from investors off of Craigslist. I've bought them every which way because there are so many properties out there and you're buying them just a little bit distressed where you just you know slap some paint on the walls, put some new flooring in and hey, it looks great so we can rent it out. So, the supply and demand for your single family home is much, much greater than any other type of property that you're going to buy. And I can't stress that when you actually go to sell the property, you're not only just going to find investors. When you are selling an apartment complex, you're only going to be selling to investors. Now, when you're selling a single family home, you're going to be selling to investors as well as homeowners. And you wanna sell the homeowners because they're gonna wanna get or pay top dollar for it. You know, Investors like us, we're cheap, and so we wanna buy it for cheaper. So if you are able to sell it to a homeowner, that is when you're gonna be able to make the most money for the property. And remember, a pro tip is you make your money when you buy the property. So since there's so many properties out there, you buy a property for less than it's worth, You know, you wait for a good deal, you buy a property for less than it's worth, and then that's when you make your money, but you realize your money. The money goes in your pocket when you actually sell the property. You know, There's no point in buying a $100,000 house if you can only sell it for $100,000 later. You want to make money when you buy the property. So if you buy it for $75,000, but can sell it for $100,000, that is making money. So you make money when you buy the property, you realize it when you sell the property. So, supply and demand for your single-family home rental is amazing. Next up, you can make money in every single market. Now, this does go with every type of rental, but here's what I want to tell you. That in every single market, up, down, sideways, or whatever, I'm still making money. When I say market, I mean like the economy. If the economy is going up, I'm making money. If the economy is going down, I'm making money. In fact, I make a lot more money when the economy goes down. And if the economy just goes sideways where nothing happens, I still make money. And the reason why is because I invest for passive income monthly cash flow that goes into my pocket every single month. So if the property value goes up, I make money too. Because if I ever sell it, then I can sell it then. But if the properties go down, all the market and the economy goes down, that's when I start buying properties. So a lot of people are asking me, hey Dustin, what do you think about the market right now? It's really, really high. You know, is it gonna be a crash or is it gonna be a recession? Is there gonna be something going on? And I say, yes, I mean, absolutely. Every time that there is a run up in prices, not really run up, but like as prices go up, eventually there's going to be a correction. A correction in the value of all the properties and things come down. It's just bound it's cycles of economy, of our economy. And so as it goes up, it's going to come back down. And when it does, I have money and I'm and I also have knowledge. That's a big thing I want to, you guys to take away is that you need to be ready for when something happens, not just Monetarily, which is absolutely, you definitely wanna have money ready to invest when there's a down cycle in the market, but you also have to start learning now. Learn how to build the business first. Learn how to make sure you have property managers run the business and everything else that goes into running this business and doing it right before this down market. So what I suggest is start learning now. Listen to my podcast. Check out all the articles on my site. If you want coaching, I'm there for you in coaching. And if you want to join my online course the ultimate real estate investing system. I have that for you as well. So you learn now so that when something does happen, you are ready. You already have the knowledge and you will be working towards having the money and then the money will be there because you have good deals. So that's what I'm saying is in every single market, I make money, especially I love down markets. I make so much more money in a down market. Now, well, some people may say, well, hey, Dustin, in a down market, Don't rents go down with the price of the homes? And what I say is absolutely not. they, I mean, okay, maybe they go down like by $25. Like not a lot, but here's what happens in a down market. Like in 2009, when the market crashed, People were foreclosing on their homes left and right. They couldn't afford their homes, and banks were taking them back, and they could not—they no, no longer live in that home because they couldn't afford the mortgage. But what does that do to supply and demand of rental properties? The supply is still there. In fact, I'm buying more because I've, you know, foreclosures and all that stuff, but the supply of homes is still the same amount of homes in the area, but what happens to the amount of tenants. The amount of renters in the area skyrockets. So many more people that need a home to rent in, because remember, everybody needs a place to live, and so you have a good rental property that if they can't afford their mortgage, they're gonna go rent someplace, might as well be your property that they can rent in. So supply goes up, which means prices do not necessarily come down. In fact, they might even go up as well. So we make money in an up market, in a down market and in a sideways market. And if you're investing for passive income every single month, you will absolutely do a fantastic job with making money. All right, next one is single family home rentals always come onto the market for you to buy. Now, commercial properties don't always come on the market. Apartment complexes don't always come on the market. Even duplexes, triplexes and fourplexes don't come on the market all that often because there's less amount of them. The supply of single-family homes is so great because there are so many people, not just investors, but homeowners that live in these properties. And that's what builders build. They build single-family homes. There are so many of these properties that you can wait for a good deal. Let's let's say, for instance, somebody is getting a divorce. You know, it's God forbid that happens. It's sad somebody's getting a divorce, but... They really need to sell the house. You know, they're just splitting everything up and they can't live in the house anymore. They don't want to live in that house. It brings up bad memories. So they just want to sell it. They want to, you know, get that off of their chest or get out of their life. And so you, as an investor, can go there and help them. And so, with that, there are so many more properties. The supply is high. And there are so many properties out there, meaning the supply is high, that you can find great deals and get really good properties that you can put in your inventory of your business. If you listen to past podcast shows, I talk to you how I view my business as a big business and each property is just a piece of inventory. Like I'm not worried about the the property in a sense, I'm worried about my business as a whole. If something happens to a property, well bummer, but I have insurance that takes care of that and that's a piece of inventory that goes into my business. All right, another one is you have, with single family home rental properties, you have longer term tenants, longer length of tenants that stay in the property for many, many years as opposed to apartment complexes. I know a lot of families that go to apartment complexes because they're in between homes or they're saving up money to get into their own home. But in the end, families want to live in their own home. That's what they would eventually get to. So if they're in a multifamily home they're going to, or an apartment complex, it's a stepping stone to getting their own property. Now, what's great is once somebody is in a single family home, they may very well stay there. They may, may say, you know what? I hate bo- owning. I don't want to own a property, but I'm going to rent a house. Might as well be with you and i've had so many investors having properties for you know 20 or 30 years basically having one tenant pay off the entire mortgage for you now the tenant loves it because they have a property they don't have to worry about any maintenance calls, they call you, you take care of it, or your property manager takes care of it, which is just great for us because we're not paying for it. They're paying for it. We're just taking care of it for them. So it's a win, win, win situation where the property manager gets paid because there's work and there's contractors get paid and the tenant gets a great place to live. So that's a win. There's a win. And I make money to feed my family. There's another win. So you get long-term tenants that are going to stay in the home, the single family home, much, much longer than you ever would in an apartment complex. Now, the next great thing, and I touched on this a little bit, but I'm gonna go a little more in depth, is you have the ability to sell to so many buyers. You have so many different buyers out there looking at your property, not just investors. If you buy duplexes, you're only going to get investors like us that maybe want to even do house hacking like we've talked about. And so when you have a single family home, you have so many more buyers for the property. Now, if you're doing this business right, you're moving from single family home to the next next single-family home. Then you're moving up to a bigger single-family home. Like, you want to keep doing the Monopoly game. You want to keep recycling that over and over and over to where you get bigger and bigger and get into bigger and bigger properties and better properties and then eventually into multifamily homes because you have plenty of money coming in. Now, what I'm doing, because people might ask me, well, Dustin, are you going to continue buy single-family homes? Actually, I get that question all the time. And I say, well, yes, I absolutely will when there's good deals. But right now, I'm looking for apartment complexes. I'm looking for syndication. Well, syndication is basically me being the primary investor and having other people that are passive investors that give the company money. I start a company, all eight, 10 of us, or however many, all put money into this company and I do all the work on the company, getting the apartment complex, managing it, making money and then I pay out my investors once a quarter and so they make money. So anyways, that's syndication. That's what I'm going to, but because I have 30 plus properties, it's like, you know, how many more. Properties do I need? Well, it's time for me to like Monopoly. Go from the house to another house, then eventually go to a hotel, and that's where you make a lot of money because there's more doors in general. Plus, you get other people investing their money with you, where you have much more money to buy a bigger property than if you did have the money coming out of your pocket by yourself. Another great thing is that the single-family homes, the prices to buy those are so much cheaper than if you were to buy an apartment complex. The downside with getting apartment complex is it costs so much. Money out of your pocket, whereas a single-family home, even if you had to put a 20% down payment to get the property, 20% of $100,000 is only $20,000. 20% of a million dollars is $200,000, and so on and so forth. So you need a lot more money to buy these properties. And another thing that I need to share with you: if you buy a multifamily property, what you're buy basically buying is a business. You're not buying a property that is like a single-family home. See, the value of a single-family home is gauged on the comparable properties in the area and what they've sold for in the past. So a, a you know four-bedroom, two-bath in this one area that's this certain square footage, a very similar one that sold a block away, that gives you the comp or the comparable sale that goes to, your, first, to your, your property to give you what it should sell for. A multifamily property doesn't work like that because there aren't comparables. So what they do is they base it on as a business. How much money does this property make? Like if it's 70% occupied, and you're not getting as much money as you should, If the property's not worth that much. If it's 95 or 100% occupied, it's gonna be worth more. So it's a different type of property and a different way they gauge how much it should be sold for. So you have cheaper properties with single-family homes, and the comparable sales in the area show that the property should be up or down. So in my opinion, single-family homes are gonna be so much easier for us to jump into to start right away. Another great thing is that tenants seem to value and take care of and make sure it's it's well respected and they actually you know have pride of not really ownership because they don't own it but when they live in a single-family home, they take much more care of it, better care of it, than if it were an apartment complex. I know I've lived, in, when I was younger, lived in an apartment complex, and nobody really cared about the car- apartment complex. But I know of many, many people that rented a home, that they took care of that home so much better than they ever took care of the apartment. I'm not sure. I think it's just the mentality or the attitude, hey, it's just a transition place into a home. But when they live in a single family home, they take care of it, they mow the lawn, they make sure that things are not disheveled and taken apart, or at least I hope so, hopefully you're screening tenants, that's the big thing, make sure, and a huge pro tip, everybody knows this, because I say it over and over again, screen every tenant, you want to do a background check, I personally use Cozy in all the properties that I manage myself, when I do background checks, I go through Cozy, so I use that software to manage all my properties myself, other than my property manager. When they manage the property, I have them, their own software, but I use Cozy and Cozy does a great job. If you want to get Cozy, go to masterpassiveincome.com forward slash C-O-Z-Y, Cozy, and that's going to get you into Cozy. It's a free service. I absolutely love it because it's free. You know me, I'm frugal, so it's free. They make their money when they do background checks because they're listing your property for you. They're going to do background checks for you and they're going to make money in that regard. So it costs you zero. It's free. And so what's great about this, it's free and it has everything you need to run. your property. Now, next up is you have simple management over one property. Now, if you have 50 properties, not only have to worry about the tenants, but what about like stairs? If stairs are going up to the second floor, if those stairs are breaking, that's a liability. You got to take care of those. There's more furnaces. There's more roofs. There's more everything that you got to take care of. There's a lot more entailed. And sometimes if you get above 30 to 40 units in an apartment complex, there are so many things that you need to account for that you then hire and on-site manager to manage everything, manage people coming in and people going out. There's so much more entailed. There is such a simple management style when it comes to single family homes. I have a single family home that I manage that the tenant's been there for two years. I don't really do anything. They just keep paying me money. And I manage it myself because it's so easy. I had a property manager. I realized, why am I paying you money? These tenants are fantastic. So I got rid of them and just kept the property um, under my own management, save a hundred bucks or a little bit more every single month. It's, really, really great. So that's such a simple management um, style when you have a single family home. Also, you're going to get better quality tenants. Better quality tenants because people that go into single family homes, they don't have the same mentality as those who are in an apartment complex. And so people who live in single family homes can eventually pay more because, remember, it costs more to live in a single family home as opposed to a Apartment complex. So if somebody's living in a single family home, they afford more. Maybe they have a better job. Maybe they have a better job because they have a better attitude and all that good stuff. And so you have better quality tenants. And when you run the background checks on these tenants, you're going to find tenants that have not the best credit rating and credit score. But if you have a single family home, you're going to get ones that have better credit scores, better credit ratings. So you're going to get better quality of tenants. Also, your tenants are not going to be sharing walls next to each other. Now, I know I talked about duplexes, triplexes, and fourplexes, but if you stick to just a single-family home, one that is just a single-family home, you're not going to get bugs going from one side of the duplex to the other. I had a duplex that had a tenant that brought in bed bugs somehow got bed bugs but it was a duplex it was a side by side duplex and bugs went over from that side to the other side because it's just a thin wall that's separating the two and so bed bugs went to both oh it was horrible i had to take care of that so that's a, another downside about having duplexes or multi unit if you have a single family home you just have one property that they don't you know cross over so Tenants aren't sharing walls. They're not getting upset. They're not saying, hey, this guy's loud and and complaining to you. You don't have to deal with any of that stuff. And so again, it goes back to having simple management because tenants are not sharing walls. They become better quality tenants. Also, along with that, you have less maintenance costs. All the costs that go into maintenance, they go even less and less because you have a single family home. You have less square footage than if you have, you know, duplex, triplex, or fourplex. Or if you have an apartment complex, less things to actually take care of. You have a single family home where one person's in there. Usually you'll have somebody that has something that goes wrong. And it just turns out that As the maintenance calls come in, usually it's something for something very minor, and rarely does it happen. If you buy a newer home, and if you buy a newer home, you're going to have so fewer expenses for maintenance because the property is well taken care of. It's already basically new or relatively close to new. That's going to take a while for that to eventually actually get bad and they're gonna have to replace it and have maintenance issues. So you're gonna have less maintenance costs in general. Plus, single-family homes aren't as big as duplexes, triplexes, or fourplexes, or big apartment complexes. So maintenance costs in general are lower. Now, here's the last thing I'm gonna give you. You don't need a property manager when it comes to a single-family home. Now, I have... Now, I know people are gonna be saying, hey, Dustin, you know, if I live right next to my property or they're like five miles away, of course I'll manage my property. What if they're a thousand miles away? Can I actually manage my properties myself from thousands of miles away say absolutely i've got so many properties that i manage myself for various different reasons and i have actually um, the cozy software like i just told you handles all the management software and it handles everything and i manage my properties myself remember when i said build the business first and then put that piece of inventory which is that property into the business i built the business first so i had my own contractors realtors um handyman inspectors plumbers roofers, electricians, I had everybody already ready. So when anything does happen, they call me up or send me an email, hey, Dustin, this is what's going on. Usually it's a text nowadays, it's actually been a lot of texts from my my, uh, tenants. So they say, hey, Dustin, this is what's going on. And I get somebody out there right away to take care of the property. I manage it myself. Well, number one, I don't have a job, so I got plenty of time. But my single family homes, I take care of them well. So there's very few things that go wrong. Just like I said, there's lower maintenance costs, On these properties, there are lower maintenance costs because there's less things to do. And so I don't need a property manager. But I will say, I love property managers. Everybody should get a property manager until they are seasoned. You know, once they have a few properties, maybe five, six, ten properties under their belt, and they can manage the properties themselves, then do that. But definitely get a professional property manager. They're going to hopefully implement good business strategy so you make money every single month instead of losing money and that is it for today go ahead and get my free real estate investing course text the word rental to 33777 r-e-n-t-a-l to 33777 you can also join my real estate wealth builders group coaching get all my courses all right guys we'll see you in the next show see ya